Hey preteens, welcome to Kid City Online. Now today you might be expecting another Defending the Faith series, um, but we're gonna take a pause on that just for this one weekend because it is Valentine's Day weekend. And so we're gonna be talking a little bit about love. Now don't worry, it's not the mushy-gushy kind of love that we're gonna be talking about. What we're gonna be talking about is how we can love um, others. Now we're gonna be talking about this in light of a game that maybe some of you guys like to play called Among Us. And we're gonna be connecting that with Jesus's life and his expectations for how we live. So among us, as Christ followers, expectations of greatness are characterized by being a servant. Now, when you hear that, you might think of being a servant in terms of serving your friends or your family, but maybe not towards the people who annoy you. But how are we supposed to deal with those who at best annoy us or maybe at worst would be considered our enemies. Now in Among Us, these would be considered imposters. When you start the game, they looked and act just like everyone else, but while your goal is to accomplish a set of tasks and help your crewmates, their job is to sabotage the ship and kill everyone off. This brings out suspicion and accusations in the game when people are pointing fingers at who is sus, a possible imposter, and why. Now this kind of thing isn't just for games. You don't have to look very far in today's world to see plenty of examples of how not to treat people with whom you disagree. From political differences to racial tensions, our nation is full of anger and violence and attacks from people on all different sides. If maturity is supposed to come with age, there's a serious problem in the world today. You can find plenty of examples online and in signs, signs in the physical world about being kind, but it's hard to find examples of that kindness being lived out in word and deed. Now today's lesson is going to be like the game, simple, but not easy. We're going to see what Jesus's instructions are and how he practiced those, those things in his own life and ministry. So read Luke 6, verse 27 through 36 with me. It says, but I say to you who listen, love your enemies, do what is good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, pray for those who mistreat you. If anyone hits you on the cheek, offer the other. And if anyone takes away your coat, don't hold back your shirt either. Give to everyone who asks you and from someone who takes your things, don't ask for them back. Just as you want others to do for you, do the same for them. If you love those who love you, what credit is, is that to you? Even sinners love those who love them. If you do what is good to those who are good to you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners do that. And if you lend to those from whom you expect to receive, what credit is that to you? Even sinners lend 
to sinners to be repaid in full. But love your enemies, do what is good, and lend expecting nothing in return. Then your reward will be great and you will be children of the Most High, for He is gracious to the ungrateful and evil. Be merciful just as your Father also is merciful. Now, really, Jesus, that sounds crazy to us because it's the complete opposite of what we find in games and everyday life. First, just to be clear, Jesus is not talking here about any kind of abuse or bullying. He's not saying that hurting others or yourself is acceptable or should be encouraged. What he's talking about is our everyday lives and how we tend to only do good things if there will be something in it for us. Think about it. And among us, the only reason you complete the task is because you want your team to win the game. And the only reason you're looking out for others is to help yourself stay alive and in the game. In everyday life, people like to argue about with this and quote, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. However, this passage from Exodus 21 is all about making sure justice is served. This is about making sure that your punishment fits the crime that you committed. It's not about revenge as many make it to be. In fact, if you look it up in Matthew, he quotes that verse in chapter 5 and points out that it is not how we are to live our everyday lives. We are not the judicial system. We are not the judges of others. We are to love others. Now Luke 6.31 is supposed to be our guide for life. Now check out how it's worded in the message translation. It says, here is a simple rule of thumb for behavior. Ask yourself what you want people to do for you, then grab the initiative and do it for them. Jesus stresses to us in this verse that anyone can be nice to someone who's nice to them. However, as followers of Jesus, we are to love everyone, even those who annoy us or are truly our enemies. Now, how well did Jesus do with this challenge? Let's take a look. Throughout Jesus' ministry, he spent a lot of time with the 12 disciples, the students who spent about three years following Jesus, listening to him teach and watching him heal and do miracles and being sent out to do ministry themselves. Now, towards the end of Jesus' earthly ministry, he was celebrating the traditional Jewish Passover meal with them. And he started the night by being a humble servant and washing their feet. Now, this might seem strange in our world today, but just know that this was something that the lowest of servants did for everyone who came to the meal. Now, Jesus' Jesus's point here wasn't to teach people how to be good washers of feet, but he was modeling for them what he had been living out his entire life. Being a servant and putting others before yourself. Now why is this significant? Because he did it for everyone. All 
12 of the disciples. Now check out these verses in Luke 22, verse 21 through 23. But here at this table, sitting among us as a friend, is the man who will betray me. For it has been determined that the Son of Man must die. But what sorrow awaits the one who betrays him? The disciples began to ask each other which of them would ever do such a thing. Now you can read more about this in Matthew, specifically chapters 26 and 27, about how Judas was the apostle or the disciple who was there at the table and betrayed Jesus. Now we are not told that any of them suspected Judas as being, in game terms, the imposter, but Jesus knew. And he still treated Judas like all the other disciples and washed his feet. The man who turned him over to be arrested and tortured and killed, Jesus treated with the same kind of love that he had always been preaching. Now what about you? You probably have people that annoy you. I know that I sometimes do. And have you ever tried praying for them or being kind to them even when they are being mean? Have you ever done what Jesus described as easy, being nice to those who are nice to you and loving others who already love you or can love you back? Now, some of you may have real enemies or people who have harmed you in some way. Praying for someone and hoping that they can experience God's love doesn't make what they did okay. And if somebody is bullying you or hurting you, you should absolutely talk to an adult about that. Seek help for that and you should pray for them. Pray for people who have different political views than you have. Pray for people who have different religious views than you have. Be kind to people who cheer for your biggest rival or that of a different school. Show kindness and compassion to people who see you in your everyday world. Even if that means simply making eye contact with them or smiling or saying hi. It includes people who troll and roast other people online and on social media. Can you be that one person who instead of pushing back says something kind and loving to them? Not to be sarcastic or funny, but to show them that not everyone out there wants to pick a fight or start an argument. Ultimately, this is the rule for living from Jesus that is simple to understand but not always easy to do. It's easy for us to sit here and nod our heads in agreement with what Jesus is saying, but then we can walk away and completely ignore his teaching on how we are to live our lives. Then we end up being sus, like Judas. We look like we fit in, but we aren't actually trying to live like Jesus. So think about that and really wrestle with the simple but not easy challenge to love everyone. It's simple, but it's not easy. But how can you love those who may not love you back this week? That's my challenge to you. Love 
everyone, even if they are sus. We'll see you guys next week as we dive back into our Defending Our Faith series. Bye, guys.